Yes, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Uh, this is Jeremy. I'd like to uh, thank the Lord for this. Uh, even though I missed these last two sessions, because uh, you know, somehow we're busy, and um, I thank the Lord for uh, my yeah, the daughter's use car has come back for quite a while. It's been up for a month, and we're just wondering what's going on. But otherwise, it's back, and everything is in good stead. Even at work, at times, um, we were sent out to do some trans transportation for some goods on a youth, so um, the wasn't too sure how the things would go in the wind and all that stuff. But I, before I, when I also a prayer to the Lord that um, to make it a safe trip for, for me and for everyone on the road and to make it safe to nothing, no accidents happening. And uh, everything just went fine. And, I, and it would start to rain. And I, I, I told the Lord to, uh, can you hold off the rain for, for a little bit? And somehow, in, 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 even though I was sort of like uncertain, uh, it happened. It, it, the rain just slowly sprinkled and then it stopped. And then um, there were dark clouds. And uh, somehow it just, uh, I took my mind off it, but I just kept on um, praising the Lord and just saying thank you. And because um, I could see the uh, rain easing off and it just stayed off and everything was. Somehow I got to got back. I got to the destination, loaded the stuff, and came back. And um, with the, and the rain held off. And after a while, the rain came on afterwards during the day when everything was over. So all these things I, I, I like to say. Uh, uh, praise the Lord and the angels that everyone given up that He's given us all the perfect labors. I kept everything safe from yes, any accidents yes. happening. And I like to also thank even now. Uh, I was, uh, I say my prayers at times when I come home, thanking you, the Holy uh, Brisbane Prayer Group, for your prayers, for your powerful prayers that also intercede for me and therefore everyone else. And I and speak on everyone else that, um, that, is, that the power in the word, it is word is spirit and gives life to all our. Yes. Uh, Amen. Blessings and uh, even the rain when it come down. I just hear, I remember prayers, you know, as the rain comes down from heaven and shall now return back on until heaven until the guys what a dear of being for stop giving seed to the song work to the Yes, so like, every time I seem to have that habit now as I go and I see the dew on the grass and all that. I have this, I always say this, I think it's and it just it just makes a blessing throughout the day. No. Just make toast, I think. With the soup, I'll have toast. Okay, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, brother. Yes, thanks. Christine. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to the Holy Spirit for this anointed group. And thank you, Jesus, for all the miracles and for Brother Russell's morning encounter with the Lord, especially the put on the full armor of God. And also the morning reflections by Brother Savio. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And um, last week, a gospel verse stood out for me during Mass from John chapter 6. 
especially verse 21, where Jesus walks on the water, they were for taking him into the boat, but in no time it reached the shore at the place they were making for. And the phrase, in no time, shows Jesus' supernatural power. And I realize I can use this word of God for any prayer. And that same day, someone said they've been having an issue with a neighbor for three days. And I then explained this verse of John 6, 21, and then said a prayer. Thank you, Jesus. By John 6, 21, in no time, the issue with the neighbor is resolved peacefully in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And I asked him to declare it with belief. And the following day, he said that the issue had been resolved and both were happy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you. God God bless bless you and your ministry. Thank Thank you. you. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Can someone put down the notes there? Is is uh, Savio, can you put the scriptures down for someone who would like to use them? John 621. <clears throat> yeah, who'd like to go next? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jim. Brother Vivek. Yes, Ali. Yes, yes, Auntie. I would like to give my testimony. Yes. I would like to thank God and the Holy Spirit for protecting me and healing me of my pneumonia and bronchitis. Last year on 7th May, that is tomorrow, I was hospitalized with pneumonia. After 10 days, I was sent home saying I should take care and keep taking x-rays occasionally until the lungs are clear of pneumonia. I did that for six months and there was no change in the lungs. Then the GP asked me for a CT scan to find out in detail. That CT scan showed that there are fibrosis in the lungs. The doctor thought it must be due to cancer. I told him 22 years back I had breast cancer and had taken a lot of radiation. With the result, there are fibrosis in my lungs ever since. So he was convinced. Now, two months back, I got chest infection again. And after the x-ray, the doctor said, this time I have bronchitis. He prescribed some antibiotics, which didn't help. And then I went to the specialist in the same hospital where I was treated last year. He prescribed some additional antibiotics. And that also didn't help. He asked for a CT scan. He said that, I think there's something going on there. In spite of my telling him that just four months back, I did a detailed CT scan. He insisted that I do it. And then I said, okay, when the doctor puts a doubt in our mind, though I knew in my heart that there's no cancer, I just thought, let me do it. And after the CT scan now, this Wednesday was the result. I was praying to the Holy Spirit to enlighten the doctor's mind to give me the right verdict. And the doctor said, okay, that was the old scar, the old radiation that you took, all the fibrosis are there and all the old scar and you don't have to see me anymore. So now your chest is clear. There's no problem in the lungs. 
so i just said thank god and now i have no fear or doubt of cancer in my mind i thank jesus. jesus praise you jesus love you jesus amen thank you jesus powerful testimony thank you auntie for that sharing thank your testimony you. giving glory to god and the holy spirit always helps us when we pray and you know gets miracles always in our life thank you jesus जीसस your presence was with me and i just walked in and walked out and enjoying the rest now and uh, brother i was singing with you in the blessed assurance from my heart this is my song this is my song this is my story this is my song yes. praising my savior dilo please thank you jesus thank you jesus love you jesus yes Brother Vivek, I just want yeah. to praise yeah, and thank my Lord for His countless blessings on me. One of them is that He's been this entire week. He's been able to contain my anger and exchange it, and I've exchanged it for His love. And I've seen it. I've seen His love, and I've seen His love for me. And so I just want to praise and thank Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Brother Vivek. Yes, Master. Yes, good. I want to praise and thank God for being with me and my family. Yes. And protecting us during this pandemic. Yes. And you. I will want to give. I also want to give all glory to God. For I was recognized and awarded at my workplace for upholding. high standards of education i just wow. got this award last week and i want to surrender this award to god it is all because of him at my workplace when i carry out certain task i can hear a inner voice telling me na say you have to do this you have to do this every step there's somebody talking to me and then i used to think it is my own inner voice it is my mind but listening to the teachings and the morning encounter with the lord it's not my inner voice it is the holy spirit who's guiding me wow to carry out my task asking me to be prepared what next i have to do because there's so much of work with schools reopening and with the uh, ssc exams and hsc exams there's so much we have to catch up after two years and i could literally uh, hear that voice and with my name nasi you have to do this wow initially i thought it was a inner voice but Yes, I know it is the Holy Spirit who is talking to me. Yes. So I want to glorify God for all this, and I. This award is not for me, but it is for God. It is for Jesus Christ. I place this award at His feet, at the Thank foot you. of the cross. Thank you, Jesus. And even with the morning encounter this morning, Brother Russell explained so well 
body and spirit and yes. i was like yes we are dust and the spirit we are created out of dust and the spirit that is there in us is that we are connected to the holy spirit yes like, we have the scripture we test ourselves with uh, god that we uh, we are the spirit and we are heirs and co-heirs with christ yes and so well brother russell explained this morning yes so i really want to praise and thank god and uh, there's another testimony that i would like to give it's not a testimony but this is what i felt for the past two months i've been uh, going for my evening walks which i had stopped all this time and as i was going for my walks there's uh, one place where a lot of dogs around the street dogs around and there's one dog that keeps chasing everybody and anybody whether they are bikers cyclists cars and even people walking on the road and we have come to know that this dog has bitten many people when i started with my walk first three four days initially i found this dog chasing me and then i was like oh god i'll have to stop my walk and then i suddenly i said holy spirit now you take control and you won't believe brother now two months this dog is not to be seen probably the dog is there but i cannot hear the voice of the dog i cannot hear the dog barking so i said holy spirit you take control and everything is under control now so i just want to praise and thank god these are some of the petty things but yes holy spirit does work in our life absolutely so i want to thank god and i want to thank the brisbane prayer group all of the participants who are there because somewhere the other with others uh, praying for each other i think somewhere our prayers are also answered Yes, and especially absolutely. brother russell and jinella in the morning encounter with the lord is so much of peace and serenity that i experience yes when i miss on that encounter i you know i feel i have lost something but sometimes it's difficult because of the time zone yes i make it a point and some of by 215 i am awake to indian standard time 215 i am awake it's midnight here and then i try to enter the zoom link and i am there sometimes dozing no doubt but yes Uh, especially when uh, we start with the uh, praying in tongues then i awake wide awake so yes. i just want to th- thank for this prayer group and all glory to god thank you jesus thank you abba father thank you holy spirit thank you thank you nasia thank you all glory to our lord jesus christ thank you jesus thank you lord please attend the Brother morning uh, for those who are not uh, attending the morning encounters please attend it's really powerful the day will be blessed yeah you move it yeah brother vivek i know it's been a long time i've not had the opportunity to join the group because i'm at work yeah, yeah. apparently today at home so i took this opportunity to come because i really love your teachings and i feel very inspired and i am able to take a lot from this you know it is so good i just like to also pray and thank god i pray uh, aloma and my family we all pray every day the rosary and during that rosary we pray for the you know that the lord puts a hedge around the brisbane prayer group the prayer warriors my family and everyone and i see the lord doing that time and again you know so i'd like to pray and thank god for all of you and for you know keeping us all safe and fine yeah praise and thank you lord jesus the graces are numerous i can't even remember one but there are so many that you know uh, you just be, you have to be grateful for everything yeah totally praise totally. and thank you lord jesus amen thank you lord jesus amen
Praise the Lord, brother. Yes, sir. I want praise. to thank and praise the Lord for Destiny Angels and uh, for so many wonderful, in so many wonderful ways, the Lord shows his love to me and to my own. And uh, today, uh, uh, around uh, 11, around 1 o'clock, I got a call before to, uh, around 12. I'm not sure of the time. But one sister called up from New Jersey and she was woken up uh, by a scream of a youth. And we started praying. And we, start, and we almost spent one hour in prayer praying. And before that, I was feeling very upset and frustrated. And I, I just wanted to uh, pray. I spent some time with the Lord. And that moment, when that time when she was uh, explaining what happened to her and how she was awoken by something which troubled her, it, uh, you know, she was kind of uh, telling the situation about me, my son and uh, Morris. And we started praying and how the Lord brings people together in prayer. And then we had one hour of prayer together. And then they, we were so much relieved. And thank you, Lord, because you are moving in marvelous ways. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you for thank everything. You. And Morris is, has left for uh, Belgaum today. He will be going to, to, me, to his maternal uncle. From there, he will be going to his maternal aunt in Kerala. So thank you, Lord, for your protection and for releasing legions of angels to help all the needy people all over the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Isaac, uh, your hand is up. Isaac, can you just unmute your mic, please? Okay, who else would like to share their testimony? Thank the Lord for the wonderful week that has gone by and for his grace and mercy upon all of us. And today as I was ministering to someone uh, who was very, very stressed out. And I just shared that many times we say the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not lack anything. But when it actually comes to the test, many times we fail. So we have to understand one thing. Your word is your spoken word is the authority and power. And without your word, there is no power that it gets released or manifested. And remember, Psalm 138.2 says that God's word goes above his name. So speak the word over your life. Say you're blessed. Speak God's eternal favor over your life. People have miracles, mighty miracles take place when you just allow God to take control over your life. But the point is that our confession is very important. So that's the reason why we should keep saying I'm blessed, I'm anointed, I can see great things in my life, every situation is turning for my good, I'm, the blessings are so much that my hands cannot contain. So please allow the words that released from your mouth to be words of power and, and for the glory of God. 
I just want to give one testimony. Last week, I was having a massive migraine and a big headache, and one when I was sleeping in the night. And I just decided. I said, Lord, I preach the word of God, and this is the test for me itself. And I said, Lord, this migraine was taken by you on the cross, and Lord, you have taken it, and I know the wounds and precious wounds and blood of Jesus has taken it. I rebuke this migraine in the name of Jesus. And I spoke to the migraine and said, You have to leave right now. You have no power and place in this body. And I tell you, it was so powerful that migraine was. It was getting worse, and I couldn't even. It was like a, my head become like a stone, and I couldn't sleep. But the moment I rebuked it, I knew this is a demonic attack, and this is not from God because no, nothing which is not from God. God has given us a healthy body and a healthy mind. And the moment I rebuked it, and I said, I kept on thanking God that I'm healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, knowing that the wounds have really healed me. and i kept speaking i said i'm i'm healed i just the pain was getting more intense worse more worse and i said i'm healed i'm healed i kept on smiling thank you lord for healing me thank you lord for healing me i just want to share one thing in this what i learned is when you start claiming your healing okay the devil puts the pressure more okay the pressure gets higher the prayer you will feel that the physical realm is getting worse but remember which realm you look into is where the answer is if you look in the realm of the spirit and the word says you are healed and you hold on to that and keep speaking remember what we have learned here is to speak your faith not to think and pray your faith speak your faith god says speak to the mountain i chose to speak to the mountain i just put my hand over the head and said in the name of jesus i take this headache and throw it out of me and it's gone within half an hour that headache was totally gone morning i woke up i don't know where no sign of headache it's all disappeared my point here is i only want to share one thing that i learned from this that when you are being tested and put into this fire at that point of time the rem that you look into and speak into is what will answer your prayer if you are in the rem of the spirit you have to say i am healed okay for a person who is applying for a job must say i already got the job thank you lord there are so many offers coming i have a problem choosing it thank you lord thank you lord the point is that when the devil shows you there's nothing happening speak to the baron barrenness of the situation and say there is favor coming in my life i tell you there's so much power when you start speaking this way just keep speaking keep speaking keep speaking and thank and praise god the holy spirit is so powerful he needs faith to act and the moment you you release it mighty miracles will come in your life so today i put a hedge of protection over the brisbane prayer group and each and every person that they realize that the power that they have is in the power of their words okay so please ensure that you speak your faith if you are going through a tough time say lord what a wonderful time i'm going into lord i'm being blessed so mightily great things are happening in my life and look in the realm of the spirit because that's where everything happens so every problem we face in our life starts in the spirit realm and shows up in the physical realm so that is where we should remember so ensure that the root is cut off in the spirit realm if you are you know ex- experiencing anxiety cast your burdens upon jesus because he cares upon you he cares for you just give it to the lord and everything will start working thank you jesus that's my testimony i just want to share uh, uh you know this powerful thing that the lord did for me yes who'd like to go next good evening brother and the whole group thank you for this day yes sir. and um i would like to thank the lord um uh, that that um 
past two weeks that I had to travel to my country. And um, I had so many difficulties. And um, despite of all that, um, the difficulties are numerous, yet um, I reached out to Brother Vivek and Brother Russell. They, they assured my prayers and I was able to travel and come back safely. What I would like to say is that um, initially when I booked the ticket, I, I found out my passport expired and uh, <clears throat> where I am, it's very difficult to get the passport for emergency. Yet, um, there I was uh, asked to call every few minutes to see if there is a slot opens. The slots got open was 5,000 miles. Something would be in Hawaii. Some Sometimes it will be in Puerto Rico. Yet, um, I continue to pray and rebuke every negative thoughts. And by the mighty of uh, God, um, one of the representative told me that, uh, ma'am, you are not going to get this appointment. It will never happen. So um, for the federal employees, you are not supposed to talk about God. I said, is anything, is there anything impossible with God? And then he laughed and said, oh, you're going in that route. I said, yes, I believe and I will get it. So he said, good luck. I said, I am blessed and I will get it. Thank you. So the following day I, I called, the first call was um, again, several, very many miles that I have to fly to get my passport. Yet the, for, the second call came, I was able to get the uh, appointment about two hours, two to three hours away from my home. By God's grace, I got the passport. And also as I was traveling to, uh, I, the main thing that I wanted to say here is that um, it's not all about me that I was able to testify to a federal employee that I am a child of God, that I stand by my faith. And also as I was traveling, um, when I arrived at the airport, they said the visa, uh, I don't have a visa, I cannot go. Yet, um, everybody went into the plane and I continuously praised God. And somehow um, um, my husband was able to reach the agent and say, what is the problem here? And they have reached to the higher person and that person came to the counter and released me and I was able to fly. As I flew back, um, there were so many obstacles um, uh, in the country that I was traveling. Yet God, people are suffering which broke my heart. They have, <clears throat> they have taken away their uh, basic fundamental um, needs. Like they didn't give them electricity. The government did not give them electricity. 
they did not give um, cooking gas. Um, it is a tremendous travel, um, struggle. I was able to talk to people. I was able to help my very best with whatever I have. And uh, without any struggle, I was able to return back, yet they were predicting so many, um, so many problem might happen before I travel. But I stayed calm and still, and I came back. As I came back, um, I was very sick and um, I went to the doctor and um, doctor prescribed a medication that says that I have developed ulcer. And when I took the medicine, it really choked me yesterday that uh, I thought that uh, I was really dying and somehow my body rebuked and was able to get the medicine out of my body and uh, I was able to breathe and uh, I thank the Lord for minute by minute every second every breath that I take that I am protected I am healthy I am anointed thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you for sharing that testimony let's always speak the word of God and that's how faith is released thank you Jesus Yes, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God for whatever he has done in your life. Praise the Lord, everyone. Yes, go ahead. Jennifer from Hyderabad, India. I would like to testify God's glory just two days back, like one second. And uh, our mother's first death anniversary. And uh, actually to see my, all my aunts, my mommy is having, I was having three siblings. And all the three were very, um, very much irated, uh, my brother. And they wanted to question him in many ways about uh, many things. So uh, they were actually, it didn't, I didn't feel like they are coming to attend uh, mommy's second uh, death anniversary, uh, first death anniversary. So I started praying. I started surrendering those days, like first to third. God, I surrender each and every person, whoever is going to gather in, the, in my mother's name. They should feel your love, your experience, and that day should be a blessed day for everyone to remember. I was just praying and I was uh, surrendering those days in the hands of the Lord. And it was very surprising to see on second, uh, we had a bishop's mass and uh, 
everything went off so well and all my aunties returned back and they called us back and they said wonderfully you'll have celebrated your mother's death anniversary a good tribute you'll have given to your mother god bless you all this is how you all should be is what they said this is how god has worked uh, wonders uh, uh in our lives uh, this is what i wanted to testify about god's power and god's glory amen thank, thank you. you thank you for testifying god god is so great and even the even a troubled situation could be turned into a peaceful one thank you lord thank you jesus Yes, anyone else? Yeah, Jane, go ahead. I want to thank the Lord for giving a powerful mother. I lost her when I was three. I just forget her because she was the one who first gave me the word. She was with the word from the beginning. Whatever circumstances that I am facing, she will only give me a word. She will not say, go here, go there, go to that church, go to this church. I still remember the first verse she gave me. was one john feeling when i started facing crisis she gave me the first verse she gave me one john feeling i still remember she was in the prison she, she was very prayerful from from the morning till night even 24 hours if she give me he allow she will be in the god's presence she was a, she was a mother like that and i really miss her but she have given me everything what she had I want to thank the Lord for giving a mother. And the one consoles me is that God has taken her on her birthday. Yes. So, so the, my mother is a favorite child of God. And so the Lord has taken her on her birthday. I want to thank the Lord for giving me a mother. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And he's made you a powerful warrior, Jane. so that is also yes. very 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 important as well thank you jesus for jane and her ministry powerful ministry of bringing christ to others amen thank you jesus yes anyone else would like to testify and give glory to god Uh, good evening, brother Vivek. Yeah, Janet. Yeah, I would like to give a testimony. Yes. I would like to thank and praise God for the gift of life and for His blessings and mercies that He showers down upon us every day. Uh, my nephew and niece are both blessed with jobs this week. My niece has got a good internship in a good company. I would like to thank and praise God for this breakthrough in their lives. Wow, praise God! And uh, another thanks, uh, Thanksgiving. Um, is that uh, i've been given the opportunity to become a eucharistic minister and will be commissioned on sunday so this has been a desire since i was a youth and i finally get to hold the body and blood of christ and give wow. it to others so and i i now understand the power that it has the body and blood of christ so i feel very blessed thank you jesus praise you jesus thank you jesus
Victionine here. I'd just like to praise and thank the Lord for such a blessed week. Yes. And also, you know, we were out one day and, and it started to rain. And I just commanded in the name of Jesus that the angels go and stop the rain, part the clouds and the sun come out. And that's exactly what happens. If all the angels gathered around and pushed the clouds aside and the sun shone through and I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who the sun Good. sets free is free, free indeed. Absolutely. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's the power of the spoken word. I always say that whatever you command will always be happening. Thank you, Jesus. So the word of God is whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So remember whatever you bind or not and ensure whenever you speak, it's a language of commanding. So that is what we learn. Don't be a beggar, but be a one who commands things to work in the spirit realm. And it will show up in the physical realm. Hello, Brother Vivek. Can I testify? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead. I want to praise and thank the Lord for all the blessings we've received in the last week, as well as from today morning. Uh, it was Mama's day for um, uh, her test doing, and you know, uh, she's 75 years, so she gets worked up about things. And I told her, you don't worry, everything will be done, it will come, everything will be okay. And uh, the person came over to take the test in the morning and uh, she uh, allowed him and then like she felt he's removing too much of blood. I told her, don't look at it, you know, you just relax, look, look at Jesus, like, you know, after he went, then she said, no, he's removed too much of blood. I said, mama, he'll remove only how much he requires and don't worry, Jesus will provide the remaining, whatever is lost, it will come back again. Like literally I had to tell her that because she was quite this thing. Then I gave her a breakfast and all and sonography had to be done. So like she was literally saying, I won't go alone. I won't go alone for the sonography. I told her, it means she had to go with my husband, but then I had to also cook and keep the food ready. So I was not able to join her. So she was not so happy about it. And that the lady who were over the phone said, your cost will be so much and this way and that way. She, she started saying, how when I used to go to my place at my residence in Mulun, it was less. Like, you know, she's disturbed, disturbed. I said, Mama, you just go. Everything is going to be fine. Jesus going to, has planned today's day for us and everything is going to be fine. And she at last left with my husband for the sonography. She met Dr. Rebello, a very young doctor. She was very happy to see him. She was so amazed by how he spoke and how he treated her that when she came back, she was so like a small baby bubbling about and telling me, oh, he was so nice. He was this way. He looked like my grandson and this way and that way. And uh, you um, means what uh, then I told my sisters I said my that cost has gone high I feel so of the this thing so my sister phoned up Mulun doctors wherever and all and they found out and then my sister phoned up to tell her mama you went at the right place and uh, persons has taken you to the right person see your rate of the this thing was so less and I found out at Mulun the rate is so much and she was more happy that you know everything and now she's telling my sister oh I'm happy I went and you know he was looking like 
Oscarist, like her own grandson, was happy about the doctor and so this thing. I can't even tell you how happy I'm feeling, like how I could convince her to go. And you know, because uh, tomorrow I would have this thing, but Saturday, Sunday will be more busy because uh, people are at home. So they go to the sonography center more on that day. Today is Friday. So I told her, mommy, you go today. You go with my husband and he will take you and bring you back. Before she was not happy, but now she's so happy. I just praise and thank the Lord, the Holy Spirit. I just kept claiming that there should be no rush there. There should be, everything should be pleasing to her eyes. She travels safely. She comes back properly. She has no problem. Lord Jesus, you take care of her. And everything went on that purely. I just thank the Lord for that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Rashmi, for bringing that up. And yes, thank you for sharing those testimonies. However small they are, it's just giving glory to God. It's just about, it's nothing to do with the preacher, nothing to do with what you're just thanking God for whatever he has done for you, however small, however big. Uh, and that's so important. You know, even, I really appreciate the people who are testified and, you know, given glory to God. Uh, many of you see the blessings upon your life because you testify. Because that's what Jesus says, show yourself to the priest. He tells the ten lepers, go and show yourself to the priest. Uh, and tell, tell them about the glory of God. You should always open your mouth and testify. Because that's where the blessing comes. Amen. Hi brother, this is Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Good. Um, I would like just like to give... Um, huge mighty praise and thanks to the Lord for everything he's doing for us and for all the promises that are made to me and I'm holding on to and yep. for his protection and all that he is doing to keep us safe, me and my family um, there are no words to express how much I'm, you know, he means to me and my gratitude towards him every day I unlock a new door of gratitude and I just feel so overwhelmed with that presence of the Lord. Like, I just take the name of Jesus and there is so much power in it. It yes, just it heaven and it just pours out that anointing on you. When you just say Jesus and you start your day and you know that even though you're not feeling your best, maybe you're having a good or a bad day or somewhere in between. It really doesn't matter. But if you're proclaiming that promise every morning, you're telling yourself, that Jesus is the most powerful name you've heard and you will hear in the entire day, in your week, in your month, in your year. It just it just makes for a great anointing for the future ahead and for every day that's coming up. You don't know, but you know that the Lord is there. You know his promises are always going to be fulfilled. He has never, you know, never let you lack because he's your only shepherd and he's the only one that will go for you and leave the rest of the 99. So that promise is just a very fulfilling one. And I want to say to everyone that um, we have each other's back in prayer and in anything we are doing um, for one another and during our week for our families. And it's amazing to be part of this group, to be part of this Brisbane prayer group. And that's the best thing that has happened to my life. And I would love to say that, you know, I'm so appreciative of, being with this praying family. So thank you, Jesus, for everything that has been, that is now, which you are in, the present is where you are. And we we know that when we are too much into the future or thinking of the past, we are brought back to the present because that's where you are. That's where your hand of mercy is. 
your heart is and your spirit is leading us every day. So thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, brother. And thank you, friends. God bless you all for a great week ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lord, for all these mighty testimonies and for all the people who stood up, Lord, for your name to testify and give glory to God. However small or however big, but they stood up, Lord. God bless them, Lord, and bless their bless their ministries because everyone who stands up for you have got a ministry to bring Christ to others. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And, and we praise and thank God for all uh, the wonderful testimonies that come on our Telegram group also. Savio, I'm sure you said the link of the Telegram. Uh, are there any announcements, Savio, we'd like to make? Yes. Yes. Um, the healing session, we are having a healing session coming up uh, on 14th May. Uh, more details would, would be sent out uh, shortly. Um, also, I'd like to take the opportunity to welcome our new members. Uh, yes. Annie Korea uh, Grace Okeki and uh, Rashmi Dule. Welcome and be blessed in the Holy Spirit Prayer Group. Wow, praise God. Are these, uh, are these joined on our Telegram or they just come yes. today? For yes, this? yes. They have joined on our Telegram group. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Praise Jesus. God. Thank you. Yeah, that's nice. Please share that. I'm sure you'd like to share that. I'm sharing the link. And, you know, as Savio shared the link of the Telegram, please share it with your friends. Invite others also. If you are being blessed, invite others as well so that they can be part of this praying family that prays together. Uh, and that's important because I believe that the anointing is very strong on this prayer group and their families that are there. And uh, remember to put up all your testimonies and your praying petitions, whatever your petitions are, please put it up there. People are praying for you all the time. Also, people who are being blessed by the rosary. I mean, many people who are attend the, you know, the divine um, mercy and the rosary session. Uh, please share the link with others so that others also can join. In case you can't attend the family rosary, there is this family that is praying with you. So people cannot always attend. And the rosary uh, is also being recorded. So that is also another big blessing. So people can listen to it at its own at their own time if they can't attend. So you have YouTube live for the rosary session as well as for the morning uh, encounter with the Lord. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would suggest and mention that Start your day with the morning encounter. Whatever time you start, it is a YouTube recording. If you can attend it live, there's, there's so much of power and so much of blessing. I'm sure someone will put an amen if you're being blessed. Today morning session was so beautiful. Uh, what a wonderful teaching today morning about how we are just spirit and our body is just the earth. We are made out of dust. And to dust, we actually return. That is the truth in our, and, you know, in our being. And we are actually spirit with a soul in our body and they're just covered by the mud or the dust of the earth. And it was so wonderfully explained today. Uh, if someone could just go back to that teaching and, and hear it, it will really make a big difference in your prayer life. If you understand that you are spirit and God lives in our spirit. Uh, I truly believe that if you know, you'll be blessed if you are part of this morning encounter. And see, if you are being blessed, please share this to someone else at least. You know, get one person uh, for the morning for the morning reflection or for the Friday Bible study or for the rosary. If someone likes the rosary and feels peaceful, uh, you know, there are so many ways you can get people, you know, to come and be part of the spring family. Thank and praise you, Lord. And uh, for the last teaching uh, that we did last time, I'm sure 
how many were blessed using that teaching have you used uh, you know remember we had done the proclamation two weeks ago we had done a teaching did anyone is anyone using the word of god to proclaim over your your daily life you know isaiah 55 1011 is what we had used to proclaim before we start up here and uh, there are blessings when you use that proclamation because you are heralding and believing that god's word is going to be spoken now from your mouth and before it speaks from the mouth you are already proclaimed that the word will be an answer to it so you are in that umbrella of faith and you always use that to start your prayer life so that's very very powerful that we did and also the last teaching that we did uh, to reign in christ if someone was being blessed um, you know definitely put an amen there give glory to god that you use that very teaching again of how to reign in christ and remain remember we have to get up more eternal life a life of blessing that is forever and ever so thank and praise you lord today we are going to uh, we're going to start a teaching today and the teaching is the laying on of hands and uh, before we start our teaching we'll again herald our faith because every word that's is spoken today during this teaching will only bring forth uh, you know answered prayer so we do isaiah 55 10 11 as we start this teaching Yes, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Now, always use this word of God when you start your prayer and herald it by speaking it out. Okay, because remember, any spoken word that comes out from your mouth will produce fruit. You can use Isaiah fifty-four seventeen after this word is spoken because this is where you herald the very, very faith that you profess that the word which leaves my mouth will not come back empty. and then you could use any scripture after this and that will always be an answered prayer this is a very powerful uh verse from the bible which is used for heralding our faith yes have you any word as the rain and the snow yes. come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it amen thank you jesus thank you lord remember it will accomplish what i desire remember prayer is always with desire let there be a desire in your heart if you do not expect you don't get anything so always remember there has to be an expectation when you pray that the prayer is always an answered prayer so that's why the desire it says wish whatever i desire from my heart uh you will receive it when you speak the word of god okay now the laying of hands is imparting blessing authority and healing now remember one thing had it been left merely to the human understanding to decide which are the six basic doctrines of the christian faith 
it's quite proper probable that this particular part or the doctrine of laying of the hands would never been included if this is how we would consider the doctrine of the christian faith but if you look at the word of god itself the bible by itself clearly says that uh the best commentary of the bible is the bible itself okay in this in this particular uh teaching that we are have today we are going to learn and ex- uh, examine this in a big way what it means to lay of hands and how does this healing really work now i pray this in a special way because i can tell you one thing that when you use today's teaching and go out in faith and lay hands upon the people you love or on any of the sick people and believe god's word because his word says it then you will see that that person's you know person will be healed of whatever ailment that person is going through now i want to also share with you there are certain healings that take place on the spot if you pray for the person right now at that very moment the healing takes place but some of them are gradual and we have to understand god has sovereign authority over deciding why the healing should take place for some immediately and some gradually but healing nevertheless always takes place so let us hold on to god's word and understand today's teaching what you understand by this and why we need to apply this in our daily life okay so once we apply this kind of teaching these every day every friday we learn something which we need to apply you just can't come here and say i've learned something but i won't apply it because faith without works is dead so faith has to be action based okay so what do you understand by laying of hands sabhi what do you understand by laying of hands in your own terms or own lay capacity uh in my understanding uh laying of hands is a uh, placing <coughs> placing hands uh, mm-hmm. on an on a person who needs healing <coughs> so that they will be healed Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's absolutely right. Um, even I'm asking questions. If you don't want to unmute, you can uh, you can just type it in the chat also. So you know you can participate that way as well. Uh, point is, yes. Uh, thank you, Jesus. When we understand, it's an act in which one person. Let's let's look at it generally. It's an act in which one person. Okay, with some definite, you know, you hand lay hands on the body of another person. Okay, it could be anywhere, not just on the head. could be on the body of another person uh with some definitive spiritual purpose normally this act is accompanied by your prayer a prophetic utterance or it could be both okay so you lift your voice and speak to the lord and say lord i lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover and your word says it and i believe it and it's done because your word has said it now if you look at it out of the sphere of religion the act of laying of hands is not something strange or foreign to human behavior in some parts of the world if you notice when two people meet as friends okay it's normal for them to lay hands upon uh, each other's shoulders and greet each other okay so that's a way of greeting that takes place now this is totally different from just laying of hands but this is a part of people meeting each other in their culture okay we also whenever we meet as uh, you know sabyo yeah you know sabyo can you hear me yes 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 very I think Les had a problem. Let me hope you know. Can all of you all hear me? Am I audible? Or? Yes. Okay. Praise yes, God. Yes, Vivek. Praise God. So when you meet a friend after a long time, what do you do? You stand away far and say hi, or you just go. No. What is your first 
you know if you met a First, person after 20 years yes then what would you do uh, embrace the person uh, hug the person you know shake hands and Yes. So the yes. first thing that comes to us is we are social human beings. Okay. The first thing we do, we go and you know, you know, embrace someone or hug someone, or you know, say how are you doing. You know, after so many years you're meeting, say you meet a schoolmate of yours after say thirty years, you know, uh, or you know after some many number of years, you know, the first thing that would come is to give a person a hug, right? Okay. Yes. And uh, you know, say wow, it is so great that we are meeting. Okay. Now this is how people. are you know connected with each other because that's how they feel that connection and you feel wow that warmth and appreciation do you agree with me yes yes now i'm going a little out here just to understand why the laying of hands has such a important part uh in someone okay when as i talk to you right now if you look at jesus did he touch the leper sabio yes he touched the leper now the more than the healing nobody touched the leper okay and what did the person who was socially rejected feel when someone touches him he feels a presence of you know an acceptance back into the culture back into society are you getting yes so this is important because when you are when someone hugs you or someone really appreciates you or shakes hands with you or lays hands upon you you feel that wow the warmth of a person who has good things for me who has come you know to accept me back again into that uh it, it could you could be an outcast or you could have you know been totally out of the society but today someone welcomes you back and that is if you look at it from that perspective you're touching someone and bringing that person out of their shell and bringing them back again uh now as i say when i said certain cultures the two people meet each other greet each other by laying hands upon each other or you know each other's shoulders okay now this act constitutes an acknowledgement of their friendship uh, and of their pleasure to meet each other after a long time now when a mother has a child complaining of a headache or fever what is what would the mother do sabio i mean i'm asking a mother yajinela i think i ask you this question are you the general hello is on the other on the other side uh, oh okay okay no yes. okay um, yeah sabhi you could answer anyway yes 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 what uh, is the first thing that janela would do? i mean maybe we as yes. fathers are different but what would the first thing that the mother would do if you know if the parent if the child complains of a headache or a fever or something what would the what would the mother do what is the first natural instinct of the mother the, the natural instinct is to lay hands on the child and say a prayer for the child Yeah, that's okay. Even if you're not a laying hands, but what would you first do is just caress the head of the child, yes. and you know make that child feel comfortable. Okay. Yes. That this is the way. Yes, uh, Agnes. Thank you so much for people who are sharing, because this is what we need to do. Okay, as mothers, what is why am I bringing this teaching to life? Is that we should understand that our touch as a parent to a child is so important. Okay. Why the laying of hands has power. okay we all know that laying of hands we lay the hands but there is something in that touch that is so different the thing that happens avyo is that first thing the child will do is your mom okay would first hold your head and said don't worry son everything will be okay just put your hand upon your head and say don't worry you know if you get a hurt first thing your mom would rather do is just you know rub a hand over that wound 
Okay, where is it paining? Let me just put my hand over it. Are you getting? Yes. yes Even yes. putting before applying a medicine or before doing that, the mother would just give you a gentle, caressing touch. Do you agree with me, yes. uh, brothers and sisters in Christ? I'm talking yes. about our own parents. Okay, not about us as parents to our children. Let's think about us being, you know, by our own parents. Do you agree? Put an amen if you are part of this, and you agree. I'm building up this teaching from the perspective of why a touch has so much of power. Okay. why the laying of hands why does that have power just think of your time when your mother met you and you said i'm not well mummy okay i'm not talking about the father more i'm talking about the mother her caressing and her loving touch would always be there because the first thing she would do is my child she would hug you if you're feeling down or if you have uh, savio if you yes. fell down or if you got a hurt while playing the first thing you'd run to is your mother right yes Okay, and what would she normally do? She would hug you. Yes. Correct. And she'd say, "Where did you get hurt?" Yes. Okay. I'm talking about you thinking about your mother now. Yes. Okay. Just mother. Okay. At this point. Yes. And the first thing you would feel is that warm, uh, you know, that hug of your mother or that warmth of your mother holding you tight, and you feel fifty percent of that pain has subsided just because of that warm touch or that hug. or that caressing or the gentle rub of your mother on that particular part or if there's a headache she just touches your head and you feel wow that love of my mother is such a big deal do you agree yes. with me yeah, absolutely. absolutely i'm just going back to just taking yeah. this teaching there and yes. understanding why there is so much of power okay when christ touched the leper think about it an outcast have you nobody yes. wants to get a leper nobody yes. back in the day it was considered And, and a socially outcast, they should shout and say leper. Leper, leper means you can imagine how sad for that person. Stay away from me because I'm out of society. I'm outcast. Okay, hmm. someone say I'm a leper. Don't come near me. Means yo, he's a leper. Okay, he's outcast. And someone touches that leper. Think of it. How would that love be? Okay. Yes. I just want to come to this point. That's why today's teaching is going to be a lot of power. and when we go through understanding this the way the holy spirit is giving me right now i'm get and i'm just sharing it the way it is there is power when you touch your child and make that prayer okay there will be a mighty power of god flowing and the healing will be instant okay so let's let's go through what the holy spirit teaches us now the practice of laying on of one hands has to be considered as an extension of adapting basically a natural human action okay as a religious act it is the laying of hands it signifies one of the three main possibilities that we do when we lay hands firstly the person laying hands uh, thereby transmits a spiritual blessing or authority to one on whom the hands are laid okay we are we are going to learn this with scriptures right now that how a spiritual blessing is transferred okay and we know that savio you know when the blessing was given by zack to his children are you getting yes we we see that how the blessing was imparted okay that's a spiritual blessing to lay hands now when another important thing so it's the first thing we do is when we bless our children lay hands upon them okay parents and share that spiritual blessing that you will preach god's word you will be standing always you know use um, deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 to 14 use those scriptures you will always be the head not the tail you'll always be above never beneath you'll always lend never borrow and you will always have god's grace in your life and his unmerited favor will always follow you and the blessings will overtake you 
this is a spiritual empowerment of god's blessings over your child when you lay hands okay did you get that yes. so that's the first thing we do and we need to do that because the bible is biblical okay second one the person laying of hands thereby acknowledges uh, a publicly some spiritual blessing or authority already received by god by one upon whom the hands are laid okay so you acknowledge a spiritual blessing that is uh, you know that you are acknowledging over somebody's life publicly that this man has been blessed with so and so uh, and this is a public uh, it's made public that this person is blessed okay you are anointed to preach god's word and stand up as a preacher or as a teacher of god's word or as what you would like to do what god wants you to do the third thing that we do is laying of hands is committing to god for some special task or ministry that one uh, whose hands are laid now many people say we would like to have a ministry of you know healing the sick or a ministry of going out and becoming an evangelist now an evangelist stands up on the streets and evangelizes about god's word so there's a ministry and there are different ministries that are there in god's kingdom so when the laying of hands is said what do you what is your heart's desire what are you looking for okay sabe what's your heart's desire you could say that you know when what is the spiritual blessing that you're looking for you know is it uh, you had shared it last time right is it a miracle working of miracles or is it what gift are yes. you desire yes uh, the the gift that i i desire is um as a counsel people to understand better uh, their lives so that uh, you know i can the word of knowledge the word of knowledge so that i can be in a position uh through the power of the holy spirit to give them the advice that comes comes from the holy spirit exactly. for their lives praise god so uh the point here is when a person lays hands and prays and says lord in the name of jesus this is the desire of my brother's heart and i pray that you, the holy spirit imparts the word of knowledge to this brother because he's going to use this for his ministry of you know counseling others immediately the gift is poured into your heart okay yes see i'll tell you one thing whoever prays for certain gifts okay when we have the anointing session what we'll also do is we will pray that whatever is a desire of your heart okay go to 1 corinthians chapter 12 not not now but as for your homework there are nine gifts of the holy spirit okay and you can always ask for the gift of tongues some want the gifts of uh, interpreting tongues we need a interpreter of god's you know because a special interpreter will always interpret a tongue what is god speaking we also have people who want the gift of healing some people have on the gift of uh, you know the word of knowledge okay someone to get the become a prophet to prophesy not a prophet sorry the, the office of a prophet is different but the prophecy where you god gives you a word for a particular situation to prophesy over it you may want the gift of miracles in your life whenever you pray miracles and signs and wonders take place now these are all gifts given by the holy spirit the main thing is desire so when a person lays hands and prays the very purpose of ministry of the persons or what is his heart's desire is uh, you know the holy spirit fills that person up with that particular gift okay so that's another thing of laying of hands now to we are going to go to understand two old testament precedents of laying of hands and why this is important okay by the end of this teaching tonight we'll say a healing prayer which the holy spirit has asked me to say uh, and i want you to remember one thing the biggest touch as we realized at the start of this teaching when our mother touched us 
we were healed 50% do you agree sir yes yes okay when you fell down think of you whenever you fell down from a hurt or a wound the first person you cried and went to was your mother okay yes. and your mother first thing did was hugged you she never did anything more than that and she would not tell you oh it will become very bad now your wound will become worse she never said that she said it will be all fine just stop crying everything will be fine okay those are the gentle words of your mother to you Okay. am i a little different or am, am i saying what is right okay so it is that particular hug and a touch by your mother that made you feel calm and the pain immediately left you it didn't though it must have been hurting you but you never felt the pain so much because that love of someone holding you tight was much more you felt you know i needed i need help and someone is reaching out to me so today i, I want to share this when you have the opportunity and tonight we make this prayer for god to give us that gift of laying our hands over people using god's word and seeing healings take place okay there are there are a lot of testimonies in this area many of us do not know because we dis- we realize that this is only for the preachers these are only for the holy people these are only for the priests and only certain people have the right to touch someone i have no right let me leave that aside okay but i want to share this that this is god's authority over you when you choose to bless someone start with your own family first okay your own children you may want to play over your spouse that's the best way to start okay now we turn directly to the bible and find out take me to the first scripture tonight that is genesis chapter 48 verse 14 so the background here is how joseph brought his two sons that is ibrahim and manasseh to his father jacob to receive blessings okay and so we'll read the scripture now and understand this before i start i would just want to share with you after we do this teaching i i would want you to actually practice the laying of hands over your family and you need to come back next friday or after that or whenever or even on the telegram group and share how much of power is in there in this gift of laying of hands because this is really what the holy spirit taught me we are not doing it because we are expecting someone uh, you know brother vivek you pray i tell you the power of god is so real jesus christ is real how many of you believe first let me start before this how many of you believe jesus christ is real okay he's real he's alive and his word is active and whatever is spoken in god's word will come to pass okay it starts with that do you know when the preacher lays hands so what you need to do even before laying of hands do you know what is the meaning of heralding of faith which we did in isaiah 55 1011 what you are saying is by word that will leave my mouth will only come back with an answer nothing else there is no question of a doubt there because it's only going and coming back so before you lay your hands upon your child first thing you know he says baba i am laying hands on you and i want to share with you god's word says when i lay hands on you you will be healed do you believe son or daughter the first thing is you need to get their answer of amen yes mom yes i believe yes dad i believe and you have already kindled their faith he says come on let us expect that miracle now you have to expect this miracle because it's going to happen today and you are going to testify son or daughter that this meeting healing is complete now what you have actually done there is that you have created that atmosphere of faith in your child even before laying the hands 
okay you are not just laid hands and say now you are healed son says expect it expect your miracle and we as children need to start expecting things from god okay uh, i told you i promised you on a topic that i'm working on which i'm going to learn is called spiritual pregnancy start expecting things become pregnant with someone you didn't deliver a child after 9 months without a pregnancy start expecting your miracle and believe that that is on the way that is your patience and that's why things start uh, manifesting so today what i'm sharing before he starts is create that atmosphere with your child that son do you believe that you'll be healed today as i lay hands on you okay your spouse do you believe you know uh, that you will be healed when i lay hands upon you and pray this prayer of faith what do you believe say yes i believe i'll be healed come on let's pray now because this miracle is going to come up create this atmosphere of faith when you lay the hands and the moment you lay hands now the anointing is on you because you are walking in faith remember christianity is in faith you cannot get anything without faith so when before i start this topic and get into the main scriptures this is the first thing the holy spirit is giving me create that atmosphere because when you lay your hands and make that prayer we expect the miracle and it comes to pass amen 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 come on sorry go ahead read but israel reached out his right hand and put it on ephraim's head though he was the younger and crossing his arms he put his left hand on manasseh's head even though manasseh was the first born see here if you try to understand joseph has got two sons okay i mean he brings the sons one is he puts ephraim and manasseh and you look look at israel that is jacob so jacob is israel okay because he was named israel and and by god and he puts his hand on ephraim's head though he was what the younger and on the other hand joseph says oh no no i think you must have made a mistake because manasseh is the first born he says no i have not made a mistake the right hand is on the person who i want to anoint and that's the younger one now this is how god chose him to anoint okay so joseph thought he made a mistake the father and tried to make his father switch his hands by placing the right hand over the head of manasseh and the left hand on the head of ephraim the younger how a jacob indicated that this was the divine guidance that was given to him in placing his right hand over ephraim and the left hand over manasseh with his hand still crossed remember his hands are in cross position it's not a straight hand it's cross position okay he proceeded to bless both the boys giving the first and the greater blessing to ephraim and the lesser blessing to manasseh now this passage clearly shows one thing here okay and which i want to share which is part of my notes here okay it's accepted practice that the blessing of jacob to be transmitted to his grandsons so many times as grandparents we can in be are blessed by god okay how many of you truly believe god has blessed you financially he has taken care of you through so many hardships and made you come out of it the fact that you and i are alive breathing today we are alive we can pray okay and that itself is such a big miracle nobody testifies and say god i'm alive today and say thank you lord for keeping me alive when i say testimony time and we have to testify the first thing you need to thank god is god you've given me the breath of your spirit in me i'm alive today to testify that is the first blessing more than anything else if you have seen a dead person 
that person can't is frozen ice cold can't move you feel the person can't open the mouth can't pray nothing can happen and that's the truth but the point is that you and i are given that opportunity to speak and give glory to god so it's important that we realize that we are alive and that's the biggest blessing so let's go to this and understand this uh, as we said so the passage uh, what we learned just now clearly talks about one thing okay the practice of the blessing of jacob should be transmitted to his two grandsons by laying of hands on them okay the greater blessing was transmitted by jacob's right hand and the lesser was through his left hand i would say that you always would put your hands upon your children and say lord as you blessed me and your spouse you will continue blessing the generations through these children so they would bless their generations you will always provide for them and speak god's blessing upon their life okay that you will always be with them you will be their shepherd and they shall not lack you will always be with them provide all their needs they will always come out of every situation because you will stand with them and that's how you transmit your blessing over their life okay so this is how you would lay hands i would take another example here and we'll go again uh to the book of numbers chapter 27 verse 18 to 20 i'm taking only two scriptures from the old testament because there are many scriptures otherwise um, to just get what it means to lay hands okay then we go to the new testament okay let me get the understanding first thing i want to share whenever you are anointing the sick okay what you need to do is with oil it is so use the oil a blessed oil which is blessed okay it seems natural a uh, natural instinct to lay hands upon them at the same time as make a prayer and that's why it's important uh, when you use this but today i want to share which i'm going to come to about moses and what he did and what he did when laying hands so we read about moses coming near to the end of his earthly ministry he asked the lord to appoint a new leader over israel who would should take the place of moses it was a very difficult thing for someone to walk in and step into moses's shoes because remember he spoke to god directly and in this way the lord ordained that moses makes a provision for this need and how it is recorded in numbers now we'll go to understanding numbers here the book of numbers chapter 27 verse 18 to 20 yeah go ahead sabe so the lord said to moses take joshua son of nun a man in whom is the spirit of leadership and lay your hand on him have him stand before eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence give him some of your authority so the whole israelite community will obey him so you could see this again in the verse 22 and 23 how moses did it so let's go to verse 22 and 23 as well can you go through that those two verses for me moses did as the lord commanded him he took joshua and had him stand before eleazar the priest and the whole assembly then he laid his hands on him 
and commission him as the Lord instructed through Moses. Okay. And now we would see the result of what happened of laying the hands. Okay. Take me to Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9. Deuteronomy 34, chapter 34, verse 9. I'm building this up, okay? This math, this, it's a very powerful, power-packed topic of laying of hands. Uh, we're taking the Old Testament and now we're going to New Testament after this and you'll see why it is so powerful. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Now, what we have done is taken certain passages from the Old Testament on what do we reflect from these passages this year is that when the act of Moses laying his hands upon Joshua was one of the greatest significance, both for Joshua individually and for the whole congregation, if you understand. Because everyone knew the congregation of Israel that he is the new leader. Now, Moses accomplished two main purposes. First, he transmitted to Joshua a measure of the spiritual wisdom and honor that he had received from God okay, by laying his hands. And secondly, he publicly acknowledged before the whole congregation of Israel God's appointment of Joshua as the leader who was going to succeed him. Okay. I, I pray that we realize that many of us have started listening to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit takes our name and says, Vivek, you need to do this. You need to speak this word. You need to lay your hands upon this person and make this prayer. Now, many of us realize when you look at the word of God and start reading, if you obey the voice of the Lord and just do what he tells you, you would see miracles in all your life. We all say, Lord, Lord, I want to see miracles. But the Lord says, I'm talking to you, but you're not listening to me. Okay, one of the biggest distractions is when you're praying, keep your phone away. That's the biggest distraction I see when I make a prayer. So I ensure that that phone is not close to me and try to keep it away. The moment I keep it, the devil will send a message or something will come and that would, you know, take away the spirit of prayer. So when we make a prayer and, you know, to the Lord and ask his blessings over our life, just let that be sacred time. Okay, and holy ground. When we make this prayer over someone and lift our hands, okay, and look towards heaven and pray. The anointing of the Holy Spirit comes over, over us, okay. And this is very, very powerful. I would share this because we all know that uh, you know that Brother Johnson and I asked to be his first disciple, okay, and uh, and we used to go together, you know, making prayers together, you know, when he had a motorbike. I suggested behind and you know, she call me and say, let's go. But I want to share one thing. The day he made a prayer over me and asked for God's blessing to come upon me. And my dad was into ministry as well. And when he said, let this father's blessing that came upon him come upon his son. That night I had a baptism of fire. The power of the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit was so powerful that night that for actually, I would say, I couldn't contain my hands because the power of God was so powerful. Uh, I just couldn't sleep. I was burning from head to toe. 
and that's the fire of the holy spirit and uh, I, i was so innocent at that time i did not know what this power was that i had a used to have a small a small dog you know uh i still remember lassa apso a small it's a small breed so i was wondering where to touch this power because i was i was you don't understand i hope someone puts an amen to this when you're infilled with the holy spirit so powerfully that you have to release that power others you may burst okay this is the kind of anointing i'm talking about you'll burst actually it's like a balloon you you are filled up so much that you don't know where to release the power so i was touching the wall and still the anointing was only increasing the power of god was increasing i was praying in tongues and so as soon as i touched that dog he just jumped out and he said you know how the dog and uh, and then he jumped out and then i realized that my sister woke up and i i said can i just you know i just can i just lay hands upon you i'm feeling this power like i just don't know what's happening the moment i touched her she was slain in the spirit and i was then praying over people you know in the spirit and i was real that particular time i still remember people in with cancers got healed when i started praying okay i realized that this was not normal that was happening to me god had a plan and purpose i want to share with you this was when brother and i prayed together the anointing of the holy spirit is real okay that's why today i don't want to there are some people who attend our prayer meetings uh, and i want to share this with you even today after we do the preaching okay god's power is so mighty that when we lay hands on the sick the people are slain in the spirit you agree sabio no yes i mean there are there are people who witness this who come for you know the, the physical i mean we have done it even online sabio okay and so many yes. people all across the world have been you know that's the power of the holy spirit he's real it's not the preacher that gets the power it's the one who receives okay the person who says lord fill me with your love and you empty yourself lord i want it the heart's desire is the most important lord fill me with your anointing and the moment you touch them some of them see angels some of them you know many times uh, during our prayer meeting we you know people who are slain in the spirit have a wonderful sweet fragrance of roses is that correct sir yes yes someone who has attended would definitely know how powerful this uh, you know uh, how powerful it is healings take place immediately because god's god is given us that gift so don't think uh, yes chair don't just think that this lies with the preacher you know don't just think that only brother vivek has it i want to tell you tonight is that we all have it it is just the act of laying the hands upon someone we love let's start with someone we love our own children someone maybe your best friend or maybe uh, you know your sister or someone who trusts you can you say can i pray with you can i just you don't need to put the hand on their head just put it on their shoulder if you can okay and just make a prayer as it and and the first thing we normally do is just ask for permission and say can i pray uh, can i lay my hand over your shoulder is it okay with you and they say yes absolutely can i make a prayer and say lord now this is the act of faith because remember every act of faith is because you're taking an action okay faith is an action you take when you take god's word at his word take god as its word and you say lord your word says it i put my hand your word says healing heal as i shared whenever you make a prayer remember to talk to the person who you're praying over and say do you believe that god will heal you i tell you even if the person is in a very bad situation and if god has sent you there he is doing the miracle many of us forget many of us forget that 
uh, that we are doing the prayer thinking that is it is it going to work or not work i want to tell you one thing just just speak the word out just speak it out and lay your hands in faith say lord your word says it i know you do it tell the person receiving it to you believe you'll be healed right now by the power of god and and the person says yes let's pray and this is how the the faith gets transmitted i want to share this because i i am sharing my testimony way back this is 2000 when this happened uh you know the power of god is so powerful 2001 i guess it was so powerful that i couldn't you know contain the amount of the anointing that was there and even today after we pray the anointing just only increases i just want to share one thing with you the holy spirit is so real so 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 real and that's why we should profess god's word whenever we go through trials always profess his word speak his word over our trials and we'll come out victorious okay so today what we learned from here is moses was given the task of laying of hands on joshua and joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom and that is something that can happen when you lay your hands upon your children fill them with god's wisdom the beautiful thing i like from uh, you know king david was blessed but solomon never asked for riches what did solomon ask for sorry wisdom he asked for wisdom do you know one thing every day i pray brothers and sisters in christ that you have god's wisdom in you that's all that we need when we have his wisdom the moment he asked solomon asked for wisdom god blessed him with riches as a compliment he said take it you have not asked for it but i give it to you and he was the richest king in in israel during his time because god made him rich now my point here is when you choose to ask for god's blessing expect it and receive it okay every scripture is based on an expectation if you take james 15 i want to take you to one scripture uh, is little bit out but i want to take you there take me to james 15 whenever you are in a situation of a crossroad okay crossroad means uh, you're not sure whether it's a yes or a no and you're right in the middle okay and you want to make a decision involve the holy spirit i use this scripture all the time especially at the time when you're not sure and you're fully confused okay and the devil has confused you you lack wisdom at that point first you acknowledge that you lack wisdom and just read the scripture over that situation can you savio read if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you okay now what does the scripture say if you take it for the word it says if you lack wisdom the first thing you acknowledge is obviously you can't make a decision you're stuck whether to choose or not to choose between two options option a option b option c okay it could be any situation of your life where there are choices and you're lacking wisdom the first thing you acknowledge lord i lack your wisdom i lack wisdom and i ask you to give and you, what does it say here god gives generously now god's generosity remember this i use the scripture all the time and please use it okay to all without finding fault it means this scripture does not come with a kind of a condition okay god doesn't say first you do this then i'll give you wisdom so it means it's a blanket you ask and you receive but if you ask you have to believe that it's given to you you cannot say lord but i can't see it okay because the next verse says when you ask you must believe and not doubt okay because so what happens is when you say lord 
I pray that I receive your wisdom and I now know that your wisdom is with me and I'll make a decision based on what you tell me. And the first thing that the Holy Spirit moves in your mouth and says, option A, you just do option A and that's the right way of going on. Okay, because the, the entire road ahead, the Holy Spirit will take care of because God's wisdom prevails. How many of you have used the scripture? Put an amen if you have used the scripture, especially when you're caught in a crossroad of life. This is one of the best scriptures to use uh, when in doubt or if you're having some issues where you lack wisdom. Savya, have you used this? Yes, Vivek. Okay. Uh, anyway, in your work life, in your personal life, in your finances, in a situation where you don't know what to do, okay, this is one scripture which does not come with a condition. Beautiful scripture, no condition attached. It is given to you without fault. He does not find your fault and say, okay, you ask and you receive. It's a straightforward scripture. No conditions. Few scriptures are there like this without conditions. And this is one. So God's wisdom is a free gift to all. And I tell you, if you get God's wisdom, you don't need anything else because you're wise beyond anything else. You know, it's not the world wisdom. So yeah, that's that's something that we, uh, we should use. Okay, let's go back to our teaching now. Let's go to the New Testament ordinances for healing. And now we're going into the main area of how we are going to put this into action. Now, in the New Testament, let's see what this ordinance of laying of hands means here. We shall first try to understand the five distinctive, five total or distinctive purposes for which the laying of hands may be used. Okay. So there are laying of the hands for physical healing. The first thing to impart the baptism in the Holy Spirit, where a person wants to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you lay the hands. Third one is for imparting a spiritual gift. When someone wants to pray for a spiritual gift and like Savio says, I want the gift of the word of knowledge and I lay hands and pray and say, Lord, bless him with the gift of the word of knowledge. The Lord blesses him. Savio receives that gift in faith and starts operating. Did you get it, Savio? Yes. And that gift is already transmitted because I've asked it and God has said, there's a desire in your heart. So what happens here, many times you realize one thing in this all, that there has to be a desire in your heart. Okay, if you do not expect, you do not receive. Okay, because if you're not expecting something, then you will not bother about it, you know, because it doesn't really, you know, it's not an answered prayer. Even if you look at our most powerful scripture, which we use in faith is, you know, uh, book, at, book of Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Can you take me there? Why am I sharing this with you is that there has to be a desire in the heart of a person receiving. So when you make a prayer on your child, the first thing is make or rekindle the heart of the child to believe that as you lay hand, the Holy Spirit will come and heal them immediately when you speak the word of God. So therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. Now, this is a desire. If you don't have a desire in your heart that you have received it, then it will not be yours. So the first thing is you need to have that desire in your heart and you will get what you ask. Okay. Of course, there's a condition in verse 25 that, that whenever you're praying, if there is someone you're not forgiven, ensure you forgive them so that the Father in heaven forgives your sins. The condition is the forgiveness part. So whenever you pray, always remember to repent for our sins and forgive the ones you know who, who have hurt us so that there's nothing that stands between God and your blessing. Okay, so let's go to, uh, yeah, as I went there, I'd re-switch. Okay, I said, yeah, baptism of the Spirit. The third, the one is for imparting spiritual gifts, for sending uh, workers into the particular churches. 
appointment for deacon and or deacons or elders of the church is another way of laying of hands now first of the purposes is what are we going to study because we can't take up all we're talking about the healing part of it and how when you lay hands upon the sick they are you know you would see manifestation in their life okay now the sick could be in any purpose now it's not just physically sick do you agree savio that people are emotionally yes. sick yes okay people are mentally sick mentally okay? like, sick they are, they are frustrated beyond measure okay some are depressed some are oppressed some have all kinds of tendencies in them you know suicidal tendencies or some way have they can't think positive only think negative how many people have you met who only talk negative they can't talk anything positive yes okay so you are going to lay hands on them now the point here is that you are going to create this uh knowing that the lord is going to bless them and heal them okay mightily how do we do this okay uh so this is the authority of physical healing or the ministry of physical healing that we are talking about it is authorized by jesus himself now my point here is when you are laying hands upon a person whose authority are you using did jesus tell us to do it okay sabio yes okay now remember one thing whatever we do is done by faith through god's word okay because his word goes above his name i always share the scripture but can you take me to please hold the scripture in your heart let the let the devil not rob you of the scripture because this is one of the most powerful for you to remember that god's name is the highest name is that clear sabio yes amen but the scripture says that his word goes ahead of his name and that's uh, psalms 138 verse 2 take me in king james i want you to hold on to the scripture in your in your own prayer life don't take this away psalm 138 verse 2 take me to the scripture and we come back after that to learn what is the ministry god has given us please write this on your bibles for for you to hold on to the scripture this touched me a lot even brother russell as well and we use this all the time and that you know stirs up our faith i will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name now how powerful is this how many of you believe that this power in this very scripture it's written for thou hast manifest magnified thy word above all thy name okay we know the name of jesus is above every name at his name every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is lord and someone who has actually taken philippians 2:9 and that word is inside them they can cast out demons also in the name of jesus they would never have a problem because that word itself is inside they take the name jesus and they see miracles all the time but the word here is saying that your word is the highest and here it says the word is higher than even thy name it cannot be something greater than the scripture personally in my faith life the word of god goes even beyond his above his name so when you are speaking god's word over someone situation that situation has to change you and i cannot think that when we lay hands on the sick what will happen will they get healed or not healed okay point is if god is saying they'll be healed then you and i cannot do anything but just choose to believe 
I want to, why are we doing this topic today? Why are we trying to do this? Because after today, tonight, you are going to lay hands on someone and make a prayer. Now, this could be a person who's physically looking for healing, someone who's depressed, someone who's having mental anguish, someone, it could be a child not finding a right person in the life or someone having a, you know, something gone wrong in a relationship. If you are chosen to make that prayer, make it in faith, lay your hands, okay? I would always say, whenever you lay hands upon a person, don't catch the person and say, hey, I want to lay hands on you. Savio, come here, I want to lay hands on you. Ask their permission and say, is it okay if I lay my hands upon your shoulder and make a prayer? Okay, get a yes from them because then they expect you to lay the hands, your hands upon them and create that aura of faith and say, now as we lay our hands, the word of God says you'll be healed. Do you believe that you will be healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus? The person will say yes. Then now you say, Lord, I exercise the faith which, and the authority that you have given me. And now we are going to learn the process and we are going to apply this process. So today's teaching is not about a teaching. When you come here on a Friday, it's not about learning some teaching. It's a teaching that you're going to apply in your actual life and stand up with your testimony. That is what it is supposed to be. It should be transformational, not just a theory teaching. Otherwise, theory teaching, anyone could preach. This is an actual act of faith where we apply the knowledge, use it, and see the miracle. Amen? Okay, so let's, let's get this. The first of this is associated with the ministry of physical healing that we are going to do. And Jesus himself has given us the commission to his disciples at the close of his earthly ministry. Now, we will use this scripture and this is all we have to use. Sometimes this is the only scripture you need to use. Keep this by heart in your heart. Okay, Take me to Mark chapter 16, verse 17 to 18. This is important for people who want to lay hands and use this today's session. Please write down the scripture. Jane, I hope you're writing it down. But it's not just for Jane to write down. If you're going to apply this over anyone, maybe your own children that you're going to lay hands tonight on or whenever you'd like to lay hands on them, you're going to speak this scripture out uh, and believe that this scripture will come to pass. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Okay, uh, they will get well, correct? So what does the Lord say? He, this is the commissioning of Jesus to all the disciples and we are considered as disciples of Christ, okay? When we actually go out professing his name. So basically it's claimed by all believers that we believe in Christ. We are given the authority by Jesus himself. The commissioning is not by anyone, by God himself. He has given us the authority. So do not worry about what is going to happen. Just do what the Lord says. He says, you will lay your hands upon sick people and they will get well. Put an amen to this. If you believe these words will come true because you are going to lay hands on someone and they are going to get well. And I pray that your amen today 
will actually mean the healing for that man's life. I don't care whether it is a coronavirus or a last stage cancer. It is God's word and that person will be healed. Okay. Only thing I would share with, I want you to know one thing. Please do not take any credit of this in your life. That, you know, I put my hand, it happened. This is the power given to every believer. And today what we are learning is the power given and exercised by a believer in faith. This is God's very chosen commissioning to all of us. You, Vivek, you, Savio, you, Leslie, would lay your hands on the sick people and they will get well. Okay, this is what he is saying. It's not me saying it. This is the word that is saying. Whoever has put an arm in there, you are going to lay your hands there and you will see signs and wonders because I want you to know that this is God's. If we don't start applying the word of God in our life, then we are just going to be you know, coming for a Friday meeting and going back. Nothing's happening. You have to apply this and act in faith. You have to apply this in faith. But you are going to be called. I'm, I'm praying for the people who put Amen. Holy Spirit, let the people, take the people, take them to the people who need prayer. Let them place their hand upon them and let them be completely healed. And let the eyes see that the glory of God is upon every believer. It is not just upon the preachers and the holy people that this commissioning was given. It was given to everyone because this is what God has said. So this commissioning is directly from Jesus to you and me. Let's get this right. Savi, you got it? Yes. Yes, Vivek. So the choice is not of us not laying hands. Says, Lord, your word has said it. I just do what your word says. And I tell you, people who use this scripture, cancers are being healed. Drug addicts have come out of drugs. People who are watching pornography or any other of those horrible things, they have come out of it because the anointing of the Holy Ghost has gone so powerfully. They have been healed of that particular part of their mind. You know, because the devil's only come, devil's purpose is to kill and destroy. He steals you of your joy, kills you of your conscience. The people whose conscience is killed, they feel pornography is normal. Just keep watching it. It's just fun. Are you getting me, Savio? Yes. When yes. we are not saved, we are all like that. Do you agree? Yes. You know, you, it could have been anything, you know. That getting drunk is normal. Just keep drinking. It's normal. We are enjoying. It's pleasure. Okay? Yes. But now you are saved. The word of God is in you. You know how good it is to be saved. Okay? And the world out there is totally killed of their conscience. They don't know what they are doing. They keep doing it. Okay? So be, as it's normal. So I want to share with you, there's going to be power when you release this and put your hand upon someone. Okay? Now, here the laying of hands in the name of Jesus is appointed as a means whereby physical healing will be ministered to those who are sick. But we'll also see another scripture which we'll take. And this is in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. Okay? Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, you come every Friday here for a teaching like this. And I share with you that this is not a teaching to come and say, wow, brother, very good. I enjoyed. It is not the brother who does anything. I have no power. The power is in the word. The power is when we use the word and apply what the word says. It'd be really great if we have to start learning to use the, the teaching and apply it in our lives. Do not get scared if you're praying over a cancer patient. But I tell you, when you lay your hands on the sick, the sick are healed. That's what the Lord says. The healing is with the Lord. And the point is that when we take that action in faith, things start to manifest. Because you're going to open your mouth and speak. 
and that word will not return to you till it completes the job okay so let's get to this part of the scripture now there's another scripture that we are going to learn that is james 5 14 15 okay and how do we use this in 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 anointing is yes, anyone word. is anyone among you sick let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the lord and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well the lord will raise them up if they have sinned they will be forgiven now here you clearly see okay uh both of the ordinances are like if you look at both the scriptures that we learned okay we are taking these two main scriptures in in our physical healing or healing of any person who is going through mental anxiety or anything back in the day it was physical but today people are suffering more from emotional wounds than the physical wounds okay uh in the case of anointing with oil it is specifically stated that the prayer must accompany this act so you have to pray over them it says that okay so you have to make a prayer over them you just can't put the oil and say okay you're okay thank you you have to open your mouth and speak remember the power of the spoken word that we learned is more important okay if you speak the word there is power and that's where things start changing or manifesting you and i are given that commissioning of speaking today morning brother russell touched upon this and this is actually in ezekiel 37 if you it is actually there the understanding of this he spoke of why why a spirit being we are spirit with a soul in a body and why the body is so important is because we have the power to speak the word of god okay why do the demons who are spirit cannot have any domain over the earth is because god has clearly said in the word itself let them have dominion over the earth okay that is god's word so man has power and if you and i realize that if we open our mouth and speak okay there is a mighty manifestation because this body is nothing but the dust of the earth okay when we die this goes and returns back to the dust it is made out of dust and goes back to the dust but what lives on is the spirit and why god wants us to speak that word because we have authority to speak that word out why does a demon come and require a body because he cannot Uh, cannot do anything till he gets a person so he possesses someone same with the anointing of the holy spirit when you give your life to the the lord why does the lord say i stand out at the door and knock anyone who hears my voice and opens the door i will sup with him or dine with him and you know be a part of it my point is when we give christ our life and say jesus christ you are the lord god and savior of my life what happens the lord spirit dwells in me the moment he dwells in you he starts operating in you and blesses you every step of the way now you have to realize that you and i are spirit beings we are not physical human beings but we are a spirit with a soul in a physical body and the body is nothing but the earth we are made out of dust and we return back to dust so the day you die the body goes back to the dust but the spirit lives on and why the demons are after us to possess us and get us because they want us to make confessions remember why they come in because they want us to speak negative confessions without a spoken word nothing operates in the in the spirit realm how many of you are getting this sabhi yes. are you getting yes yes without a spoken word nothing can operate in 
the spirit in him. Even God needs a permission from you for a healing. Do you know that? Yes. God also needs your permission. Do you want to get healed? You have to give permission to God. Yes, God. Because the thing with us is we all have a free will and that God can't take from us. The free will is given us to everyone and some of us choose to give him the option or some said, no, we don't want it. So the point here is why, does the de- why do the demons want to get us? They get us in our thoughts. They don't physically attack us, but they attack us in our thoughts. And the soon they attack us in our thoughts, our confession becomes negative. You will start complaining, grumbling, being negative. So you agree? Yes. And absolutely. you say, you start putting curses. And that's what they want. Because they take that curse and bring it to pass. Because it's a spoken word. Please remember one thing. Do not put curses upon people because it will come to pass. And sometimes we put curse on ourselves only. So what useless, why God made me, I don't know why this is. We do this all the time thinking that it's normal. It's a demon trying to get that confession to come to pass. Many times, you know, the devil will come and say, you'll be dying today. I'll take you away. Are you getting me? Savio, does it happen? Yes, yes, yes. You have to use the scripture. It is written, I will not die, but live and proclaim what the Lord has done for me. Okay, the moment you do this confession, immediately the demon leaves. How many of you are experiencing, okay, when you confess, the demon leaves immediately? This is a spiritual warfare we are in. And the word or the spoken word is your authority as a believer. So tonight, I'm going to only teach how we are applying this physically by putting your hands on someone. You will see the manifestation like never before because this is God's authority for you and me. It is not only given the commission to the preacher, but to everyone who believes. Amen. Amen. Okay, so when we when in anointing the sick with oil, it often seems naturally indeed okay, to lay hands upon them at the same time. And that's something that we do. In this way, two ordinances are combined in one. Okay. So this is not necessary, not just only, uh, you know, you anoint them, but you make a prayer with them as well. You open the mouth and speak that word. Because remember what we learned today or even today mornings, uh, you know, it's a very powerful teaching tonight. If to, today, if someone could listen to it, uh, the morning praying in tongues. Savi, can you share that link of the morning praying in tongues? That happened yeah, today? sure. If someone wants to link it up, you know, to uh, so just that part that you understand that you need to make us, the word has to be spoken. If it's not spoken, there is no power. Okay. So likewise, it's perfectly scriptural to anoint the sick with oil without laying hands on them as well. But the point here is you can, you can anoint them and can, can also choose to make a prayer. Now you're making a prayer with someone who's in another part of the world. Physically, you cannot meet them, but in spirit, you can lay your hands on them and believe that they are being healed. Now, is there any difference in use or purpose between these two ordinances? That is laying hands, laying of hands on the sick and anointing the sick with oil. Okay. So one of them was a laying of the hands on the sick that we learned in Mark 16, 17. And the second one we learned in this scripture in James 5, 14, where it says, anoint them with oil. Okay. Uh, so are there times or situations when it is more appropriate to use one ordinance over the other? And which one should we use and when? Now, this can be an area where we'll be wondering what should we do, okay? So, as Christians, what are we called to do? What does he say? Is anyone among you sick? Okay, it starts with that in verse 14. And he says, let him call for the elders of the church. 
Now, the epistle of James, if you notice, is addressed primarily to the professing Christians, okay? Those among, among although many of them are Jewish at that point of time, the phrase among you would seem to refer mainly to the believers. Now, any believer who comes and believes that Jesus Christ is alive and he's real, he can directly lay his hands and knows that if he lays the hands, the word of God says, any believer who lays the hands and anoints the person with oil, the, then the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. It clearly says this. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Okay. The prayer, if you look at the verse 16 as well, many times, sometimes we pray in faith and the prayer of our ITS person is powerful and effective. If you notice this. Can you see? Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of our ITS person is powerful and effective. Now, who is our ITS person who, has ex who makes Christ the center of his life? Okay. When the word comes first in your life, when Jesus Christ is first in your life, you become the righteousness of Christ. Okay. We don't become righteous because of what we do, but because of what he has done on the cross. This is clear. Okay. It is grace that makes us righteous. So he says, follow me. He says, first seek Christ. Or first seek me and my righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. <clears throat> Many times you don't realize but people who are full-time into ministry, who feeds them? How do their ministry run? They don't work. They work 24-7 serving the Lord. But never have you seen them going hungry one single day. Never have their family ever you know, lacked anything. They only have gained and prospered and done, you know, mighty things. God has provided everything. All the needs of their life have taken care. They don't even bother to ask. Why does this happen? Because Jesus is faithful. If you do his job, he will provide for your needs of not only you, but a whole family. Sometimes because of you, the whole family, you know, if you're part of a Roderick family, then the whole Roderick family gets blessed because of what you're doing. That blessing rubs over the whole family. So that is the faithfulness of God. You know, people start getting jobs. Suddenly they do well in their exams, get degrees and, you know, things just start working. Everything well, people, you know, are, are seeing prosperity in different parts of their life. That is because Christ is faithful. Okay. One thing is, as we learned, that the two ordinances, praise God. The person who makes no profession of faith and was not associated with the Christian church would not be included in the phrase among you. He does not, who person who does not accept Christ as Lord and Savior and does not make that confession uh, would not come under this actually, if you look at it. Why we call the priest? Because obviously a priest has got that ordinance of praying over people because he's given his life to Christ and accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. That's part of their ordinance. Okay. This important lesson that we learned in this passage uh, from the epistle of James that God expects Christians to associate them with the church and leaders of this church and they should be ready to minister in faith, believing that the healing will take place. So let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. This is what the word says in word uh, you know, and, and the prayer of the the righteous will make them well. That's what it says. The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Now, if you turn back to the other ordinance of laying hands that we learned in Mark chapter 16, there's some context that we'll understand here. The primary use of this is basically uh, for people who newly come into the faith. 
now many times it really happens is that your child may not have may not believe in christ and say mommy daddy you're doing all this prayer whole day and night you're praying nothing is happening but i want you to know when you want your child to come in they may be going through a trial and you said let us make a prayer what if i put my hands upon you and we make a prayer right now where's it paining sir it's paining at this right hand okay i'm going to pray this do you believe jesus is going to heal you yes i make this prayer you take my mark 16 17 mark 16 17 is more for a person who is entering into the faith okay and wants to see a manifestation that will apply immediately there because that that scripture will come into pass because remember whatever we are speaking will come to pass because that's god's word his word goes above his name now in james what he is trying for a person who is already in the church who is not well that's when you call the elders so that is the ordinance which have you understood this sabir yes yes it is for a believer who is already yes. in believing christ as his lord and savior he's he's sick then what does he do okay then he can call for the elders of the church now the elders of the church could be another believer who could pray an anointing with the oil in the name of the lord okay and 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 the prayer offered in faith will make that sick person well so this ordinance is more for a person who's already in the faith whereas the ordinance of mark 16 uh 17 is more for a person who's entering the faith who wants to see a sign and wonder are you getting me yes okay so it's it's again i read 16 15 to 17 he said go and preach the word of god and gospel to every creature he who believes is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned for these signs will follow those who believe um take me again to that scripture i want to you to mark one part of it these signs will follow those who believe is what we need to mark this is god's word okay it's not my word when i'm just taking one lame say leslie is here when leslie lays her hands upon the sick they will recover these signs will follow leslie's ministry okay this is the way god is actually he's personalizing it instead of me putting generally it's personally okay or savio So can you take me there with that scripture mark 16 15 to 17 yes okay and these signs will accompany those who believe okay now what is the condition there in verse 15 if you notice uh, can you read 15 16 before 17 comes is 15 and 16 he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned okay now many times if you notice a preacher praying over you or any person who is a man of god or anyone who is a believer this not just consider the holy and this and that let's say believer okay not the preacher and all that okay my first thing is that the preacher would have to bring you up to faith by preaching gospel to you okay 
now he would rather start with you know um, you know hebrews 11:1 by saying you know now faith is a substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen do you believe what jesus did on the cross and how you know the healing actually took place on the cross there is no more healing because it's already done on the cross you bring that person up to speed by him believing that jesus christ is a real and alive you create it by saying now what you know what i'm going to be doing the word says that there'll be a sign and wonder what is the meaning of the sign sabhi uh it is um, something that we we are able to see that something has actually changed if it is a healing yes. the person will Now, actually be healed the point And, here is the sign is a supernatural act of god yes okay this is supernatural this is not understood by the senses okay the doctors cannot understand that you put a hand on the sick and the person is healed they are giving person radiation this that and by all science and all definitions the person can't get up or you know do anything but the lord says you know god is god okay he goes beyond and we can't understand his ways but we follow what his word says the healing sometimes is instant okay we'll understand that also why is healing instant why is it gradual okay so these are supernatural signs that will accompany your ministry when you preach god's word to the person so when you are praying over a person the first thing is do is to give the word of god to that person let the person understand what you're doing okay and why this healing will take place bring that person up to speed to understanding and he should expect that healing to take place the moment the person is ready now you make the prayer in faith because you know that this healing will move straight into the person you agree sabhi yes yes sometimes when you just lay hands on the sick okay it's god's grace that the healing takes place because god chooses but when you make the prayer uh of the righteous one you know is always heard and is powerful that's what the word of god says but when you make this prayer using mark uh, you know 16 17 the sign will accompany accompany you when you preach the gospel to the person it says to all creation it does not even say to people it says to all creation whatever is created the gospel is preached okay so the sign and wonder will accompany when you make this um, act of faith where you lay your hands and the sick will get well so healing of the sick is intended by god to bear testimony to the divine truth and the authority of uh, authority of the gospel message in the place where his message had not previously been heard many times you need notice that when there are ministries that happen and there's a revival taking place in a new place you see signs and wonders taking place like never before you agree yes this is what is happening actually god wants his word to show how powerful his word is so that people believe now people don't see signs and wonders they will never believe are you getting it yes but i want you to also know that the person who makes this prayer will also see signs and wonders when he starts using this in his ministry because he's the first thing of the sign and wonders to preach the gospel so preach the gospel to someone who you're praying for and then use this prayer and 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 speak this word out of your mouth and you will see a healing taking place in a person's life i'll give you one example okay this there's a course called the alpha course you know the alpha program sir yes i'd gone to attend this program and i just wanted to understand you know they have an invitation now this is a live thing okay it's actual case the person spoke this word and said do you believe in the alpha program what they normally do alpha program they normally says that you know they invite you to make a prayer says so, i would like to pray over you is it okay if i lay my hands upon your shoulder and make a prayer okay sabir so i yes. invite you into the prayer and and when i pray with you 
you just let them know that this is what you are doing i'm going to make a prayer and believe that this is what jesus is going to do he's going to heal you there's a there's a cancer patient in the last stage who a person made a prayer over and that person was healed and the person is even alive today they had given them few days to live wow this is the actual thing of laying of hands and using the scripture the same scripture last stage the person was given only one month to live until today the person is alive okay this is years ago i'm talking i just want you to know that this is not normal in the scripture because people don't understand there's power in the scripture because god's commissioning is there in the scripture he has spoken his word and say these signs will accompany those who believe so when you believe his word and just lay hands lord i believe your word and i know holy spirit that is going to come to pass why do we start or herald our, and i was sharing this also sharon remember you started off and said i'm getting uh, isaiah 5417 you agree my point here is when you speak isaiah 55 1011 over your entire situation you build in that umbrella of faith that your word that is going to leave your mouth is god's word and that word will only come back with an answer prayer and now when you speak the word you're already in that act of the answer prayer the sign and wonder will accompany say nasia lays hands upon her child and makes that prayer right now in faith and builds up that child to believe that son do you believe that you will be healed and he says you yes mom i believe this is what jesus did on the cross every suffering every sin every sickness was taken on the cross we are going to now take that name of jesus and make this prayer when you make the prayer now the child is expecting a miracle okay when he expects a miracle is a different because there's a desire in his heart i tell you i've noticed if a person prays with desire that person gets the benefit they get the the healing immediately when a person says yeah it is god's will it may happen may not happen totally agree god has his will in it but the heart is where the difference is if you if you make a person ready to accept the miracle he will get it so i just want to share this part with you and this is the secret of the answered prayer whenever you are playing a prayer of healing now they will have lay hands on the sick and they will recover in the place of they will recover if you say that they will become well or simply say they will be well it's the same as you know one thing that they will definitely you know be healed once they you know they will get well this what they mentioned now in 1 corinthians chapter 12 verse 6 you see there are diversity of operations but it's the same spirit 112 1 corinthians 12 verse 6 okay you know in this matter of laying of hands on the sick what paul calls the diversity of operations is it's the same spirit that's operating okay just take me to 1 corinthians 12 verse 6 there are diverse gifts do you all agree there are nine gifts of the spirit but everyone operates by the same spirit it's the same holy spirit that is using this there are diverse kinds of working but in in all of them everyone is the same god at work okay that is using that same thing So what happens? The diversity of operations, the process of healing, does not always operate in the same way each time, and that is something we have to understand. In one case, laying of hands may be channel through which the supernatural heart of healing operates. Sometimes people are called and healed immediately. One shot healing takes place. A person who has never walked his life, a person who is blind, a person who is deaf, all their life never seen the hand of God comes and they are healed immediately. Now. 
his body experiences the supernatural hand of god at that point but my also point here healing is also a gradual process do you agree sir yes there are two types of healing and i want to share this very very clearly you may say brother i put my hands upon my son but he still like that only nothing is changing i want you to know that his healing has started the healing has started taking place it's a process god is using him to realize that over a period of time he'll be healed okay but the healing has started let the confession not change okay and you don't change your faith because you know that when you lay hands on the sick the healing is complete it will take place god will choose his time for healing but we will believe that it's already on the way and it's already healed now at times the manifestation is mighty person is healed on the spot he gets up and goes to work and straight away you know person who has never walked will start walking sometimes the person is healed but remember one thing when it's a gradual process it's you are you're basically it's an act of total naked faith you know absolute faith in god and his obedience to god's word but if there's genuine faith healing will follow even though there may be no supernatural experience okay some people just get a supernatural encounter but even if you don't have a supernatural en- encounter you are healed because that's what the word god says what of god says now christ does not specify the length of time that the healing process will take some people are healed immediately and some will take some time okay gradually healing comes as a only as a gradual process as as you understand for some and uh, and and many times it happens as a gradual process in the latter case it's important that the person seeking healing shall continue to exercise the active faith until the process of the healing is complete and this is my main part of the main part which i want to end with the teaching that the person should not stop believing that the healing has taken place because you say by the stripes of wounds of jesus i'm already healed okay i have noticed and i will say this and i will share this with you if you give god a vision of a person who is completely healed and share that vision to god and show yourself how you will feel when you are completely healed there is there is that desire of your heart which goes you know in front of you i <clears throat> why i learned this is because i realized that for us to sin the devil has to give us an image you agree sir yes yes there has to be a desire in your heart try try sinning or doing something wrong without a desire will you do it no you would not do it but the, the devil lures you into something using an image and he makes you look at that image more and more and that's how you go in the realm of the spirit you need a vision okay so when you give god that vision of a completely healed person that you will be i tell you you will see that answered prayer immediately because remember the heart is what matters in prayer nothing else matters but the heart today i want to encourage all of you to exercise the gift of laying of hands i share this with you the person who made this prayer over a cancer patient was not a preacher not a healer nothing just a lay person who read god's word go to church but god used that person to heal a person in the last stage of cancer immediately by just using the same exercise of faith by laying hands so matthew the mark 16 17 is a powerful scripture i want you to exercise that faith but why i say make that uh, atmosphere a uh, one that is conducive to healing because the person is expecting it okay go one step further and say baba you're praying for your child say how will you feel when you're healed suppose you're praying for a child who has got an injury on the leg and can't walk will you be able to run see yourself running in your mind can you see that vision of how you will feel say yeah 
can we hold that vision in our mind and make that prayer now we are going to hold that because the lord is going to answer our prayer are we getting this okay yes 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 absolutely. we have created that faith to such an extent that the desire is in your child to get healed and he has already given that he knows how he will feel when he is healed now when you go with that expectation to god knowing that yes my prayer is an answered prayer i am going to speak this word out from my mouth and i am going to get this answered prayer do you agree that this prayer will be answered how many of you agree yes definitely okay so today's teaching was upon us exercising our faith and allowing it to come to pass okay the lord wanted me to teach on this putting using the laying of hands and allowing our faith to come to pass please remember if you lay your hands it is christ whose hands are upon that child or the person you love or the person you want to pray for i want you to assure you that your prayer is an answered prayer and you will see signs and wonders you'll wonder are i didn't know that i make a prayer and the person can get healed don't be surprised if a person is terminally ill also that person may come through because that's god's word you made a prayer and it happened so this is the power of god okay now i just want to uh, say a quick healing prayer okay the the healing prayer we use in mark 1124 savi would come up to me and speak i want you to touch that part of your body okay the first thing i did when i had a headache i said lord this is your hand i'm going to put it on my head and i'm going to see this healing take place right now i spoke that faith and the headache left me usually now we can do this to any part of our body that needs that healing or if there's anyone who you want to pray for right now exercise that faith that's a great act of faith if it's your child put your hand right now we'll see that healing take place right now. okay lord jesus lord jesus i thank you i praise you i thank you i praise you you are my lord god and savior you are my lord god and savior and you said and you said therefore i tell you therefore i tell you all that you ask for in prayer all that you ask for in prayer believe that you have received it believe that you have received it and it shall be yours and it shall be yours and i speak and i speak to this mountain to this mountain and i curse the mountain from the root like you curse the fig tree and i curse the mountain from the root as you curse the fig tree in the same way i speak to the sickness in the same way i speak to this sickness now whatever the sickness is name it okay because that's a that's the sickness that we are speaking to with the authority of christ it could be anything Okay, name that sickness because you are going to speak to that and command that sickness. This is a real act of faith. Okay, we are actually using God's word, so it will manifest. Okay, you sickness, you sickness, you are dead from the root. You are dead from the root. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. i rebuke you i rebuke you name the sickness again and i command you and i command you name the sickness again get out of this body from the root get out of this body from the root and be planted in the sea that god has created for you and be planted in the sea that god has created 
for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now I want you to touch your bones, any part of your body where you know the bones are. Any, just your hands, wherever. Just touch them with your hands. Okay. I speak to the bones. I speak to the bones. Be aligned, recreated, and restored. Be aligned, recreated, and restored. People who are having joint problems or knee problems. Okay. People who are having any kind of arthritis and that particular part, especially the knee problems. Touch those knees right now. Joints be lubricated with the precious blood of Jesus. Joints be lubricated in the precious blood of Jesus. Feel the power going into the joints right now. You're touching it. It's the power of God going into the joints. And go back to your original position. And go back to your original position. Now you're talking to the joints, okay? Or And every part. I speak new cartilages. I speak new cartilages. Ligaments. Ligaments. Tendons. Tendons. Nerves be loosed. Nerves be loosed. Now we speak to the organs of our body, okay? If a person is suffering from any part, I speak to the heart. Touch your heart. I speak to the heart. I speak to the heart. I speak to the liver. Touch your liver. If you're having any liver infirmity. I speak to the liver. I speak to the pancreas. I speak to the pancreas. I speak to the kidneys. I speak to the kidneys. I speak to the brain. Touch your brain. If there's any brain-related element. I speak to the brain. I speak to the nerves. Any nervous system related. You know, you have nervous issue. Speak, touch your nerves. I speak to the I speak nerves. speak to the nerves. I speak to all the organs in the body. I speak to all the organs in the body. I command you to function perfectly in the name of Jesus. I command you to function perfectly in the name of Jesus. All malfunction be stopped right now in the powerful name of Jesus. All malfunction be stopped right now in the name of Jesus. In the powerful name of Jesus. In the powerful name of Jesus. I declare by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. I declare by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. I am completely healed. I am completely healed. Lord Jesus, you said. Lord Jesus, you said. I shall have whatsoever I say. I shall have whatsoever I say. Okay. Now let there be desire in your heart. The desire has that. Do you believe in your heart? Truly that you are healed. Truly, truly, truly. Just because God's word says. Not because you... In the physical realm, but in the spirit realm, do you believe you are healed? Then you will say this. I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus. My prayers are answered. My prayers are answered. And I am completely healed. And I am completely healed. Amen. Amen. Okay, now you have to exercise this faith and start moving. If you couldn't walk, just move that part. Move that part of your body. If you had a headache, just say it's gone. Okay, start moving, taking action. I want you to start seeing a miracle. I just want you to know that it doesn't, the power of God does not lie with the preacher. It lies with all of us. All of us are called to be believers. And let us apply what we learn in the teaching on this Friday. I hope you like this teaching. The Lord wanted me to talk, talk on this topic today and apply this.
please use this nasia as you said amen use this in your family and come back with a testimony on our prayer group thank you so much savio and thank you everyone for being part of this prayer group please share this teaching with others and be blessed good night from here and god bless all of you amen thank thanks eric thank you